Welcome to the second season of Carolina Home Podcast. We're starting in October, so our initial theme will be <laughs> Halloween and strange North Carolina tales. Stay tuned. So, Spooky Peepon. Oh, it's October. It that means Halloween. Halloween. That's right. My daughter's favorite holiday, by the way. You know, it's one of my friend's favorite holidays. <laughs> and I never really got into it. Like, my mom made my own costume. Like, she made my costumes. Yeah. Like, I was Snow White one year. <laughs> but That's pretty talented. Yeah, right. Very talented. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. Halloween's just one of those yeah. Yeah. that I've just never gotten into. But what I do think is really cool. What's that? You know, we have a lot of ghost stories around the Piedmont. I have heard some ghost stories about the Piedmont. And we've got some that are, like, super local. Awesome. Awesome. Like, one that is literally three houses down the street. Let's talk about it. Okay. All right. So, that one. So, you know, down the street, right, we have J.H. Adams Inn. Yes, I got married in there. You did? That's I right. know. I saw that picture. It was so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> so, J.H. Adams Inn was actually named for John... Hampstead or John Hamp Adams, mm-hmm. John H. Adams, right? So he's a well-known businessman here in High Point. Yes. And he actually co-owned the High Point hosiery mill. Adams Millis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Well, James Henry Millis. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So the High Point hosiery mill produced 200 pairs of black hose a day. Wow. 200 okay. pairs of black hose, <sighs> right? Nuts. So he was a really astute businessman. And what was kind of cool, he actually um, was a founding member of the High Point Country Club. Oh, wow. Did I you know, know that? that? No, I did not know that. That was kind of neat. We'll have hmm. to do some research on the country club a little bit. But So the house was originally built across the street from the main mill. Okay. So can you imagine like a hosiery mill like being right across the street from us? On Main Street. That's on amazing. Main Street. It's yeah. crazy. So um, the family lived there. It was originally built. The family lived there from 1917 to 1930. Cool. And then they turned it over to the YWCA of High Point. Yes, right? I've seen pictures. Yep. So it stayed that way for a while, and then it was converted into a funeral home. Ah, yes. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So this was actually pretty recent. Mm-hmm. So the home operated as a funeral home until 1996. Yes. And then it was converted into the inn. I remember. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what's interesting. So you would think, right, that that the ghost story would come from somebody from the funeral home. You would think. Right? Yeah. So they actually did have one where it was, um, it used to be ambulances would drop people off right at the funeral homes instead of taking them into the hospitals. Got it. So there was one story where a girl was taken to J.H. Adams, which was then Davis Funeral Home, Mm -hmm. and they said that she actually died while she was there. Oh. So instead of being taken to the hospital, yeah. they just went ahead and, yeah. and, and shifted her on. She's too far gone. Just take her to Davis' funeral. <laughs> just let her go. That's horrible. Uh. But here's the thing, though. The ghost story is not the girl. Oh, okay. So the ghost story is actually Mr. Adams himself. Oh. So to this day, mm-hmm. they actually say that they can still see him roaming. Interesting. Right? Yes. So he's always seen to be smoking a cigar. Yes. And apparently this, you know, the cigar smell, smell, very, I love that smell, (laughs) (laughs) but it permeates, permeates the air when he's present. So he has actually been identified from people who don't know, like 
don't know him, have never seen him before. But then later when they walk through the hotel, because I think there's a picture of him in the bar, mm-hmm. and they've actually identified him like, hey. I saw that guy. Right? And he's not supposed to be smoking, but he was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know that there's a ban on smoking inside? <laughs> but no, I just thought that was crazy, though, with all the history That there. is cool. That's like, really you cool. You would think that it would come from the funeral home, because apparently the the morgue yeah. or what it was actually up in the Oh, I thought it would have been in the basement. You would think that it would have been in the basement. But mm. what my research, and you know, you know how this goes. Yep. But according to my research, it was up in the attic. Interesting. That's a long way to carry bodies. Yeah, I don't really get it. Mm, whatever. I know. That's I know. interesting. Well, you know, it's funny is Adam's Inn uh-huh. is about three houses down from us. Yep. Right next to us on the other side of the gas station yep. is the Sherrod House. Yeah. Which my wife and I owned for a period of time. Right. Okay. So... At that time, we had an antique store in there, and it was kind of a fan favorite of town, and people would come in there and shop for, you know, vintage items and antiques and stuff like that. So we always had a lot of crowd in the house, but in the evenings on a weekday, it got a little sparse, and we shut down around six or seven, and in the wintertime, that's dark. You know, it's getting dark at that time. So I'm telling you that Mr. Sherrod haunts that house. (laughs) Yeah, the, the... the current occupant uh, is Alan James Interior Design. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, they are great, great, sell great furniture in there. But when we were there, and in the evening, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you two times. Okay. One time, Martha Ann was at the cash register, which is, your wife. which is my wife. She was standing, and you stayed right across. You could see uh, out a huge window to the parking lot. We had a wraparound porch, or have a wraparound porch. And one night, she saw a man, right when we were getting ready to close, come up the steps. He was in a three-piece suit and a top hat, walking across the porch, and she just expected for somebody to come to the front door and come in. And we were going to say, hey, we're closed. Thank you for coming. Well, he never came. Man in a three-piece suit, dark three-piece suit, top hat. So then one night, a total another night, I was shutting all the lights down in the store, had gone down into the basement to shut those lights off and come right back up the stairs and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a figure, a man, with a top hat, three-piece suit, dark suit. And I ran up the steps to look, see who was there, because I thought I was the only one in the building. Right. Nobody was there. But on the video cameras, <sighs> our employee and Martha Ann could see where I was like, really literally saw something. And I ran up and see who it was, and there was nothing there. Isn't that oh, crazy? that's creepy. Last story about the same house. Okay. One night we closed, and when we closed, like I just said, we shut all the lights off, and then we leave. Right. So we got a, we have a friend that lives right down the street from the house, and he still lives there today, right on Louise. And he had uh, a tie to our store because he sold antiques in there. Okay. So his name's Joe. So Joe calls us up at midnight one night, wakes us up, and he's like, guys, you left every light in the store on. It is like every light's on in there. Yeah. And we were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so. If it's not food, it's music. What do you want me to do? <laughs> we literally, we literally were like, oh my gosh, we didn't leave them on. So something's going on. So we literally got in our car at midnight, drove over here, which is only about 10 minutes away. Sure. But drove over here, drove up to the parking lot. Every light was off. What? So. Weird, weird stuff in the shared house on Main Street and High Point. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. 
It's cool stuff though. Oh my goodness. So we have another one. Okay, go ahead. So most people here have heard of Lydia. Oh, the Lydia's Ghost in Jamestown. The Lydia's Ghost in Jamestown. So uh -huh. it's at the Jamestown train bridge. Yep. Right? Very familiar. So this one's kind of quirky. Okay. Now I've got three stories. We're going to see if we can get into all of them. Okay. And then we'll, we'll see which one. Because one of them we do not think is verifiable. Is verifiable. Okay. So we'll see. It's one of them. Let's go. All right. So Lydia, this was back in 1923. Yes. So Lydia was, you know, she, she was at a ball or some kind of a really nice fancy event right mm -hmm. and she was having what i envision as like her cinderella moment i see right so I mean, she's just she's having a lot of fun yeah. well then the clock strikes 10 mm -hmm. in her case so mm -hmm. it was time for her to be home she was at curfew she didn't want her mom to worry got it so her beau at the time runs out Right. And he's like, okay, I'll go get the car. Mm -hmm. You know, I could see that whole Christmas song, you know, no baby stay, you know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. um, so he goes out and he gets the car and it's just a torrential downpour. Oh, right. So yeah. enter another song in the head, but so torrential downpour, but he goes and gets the car for her anyway. And of course, when she gets in, she's drenched. Okay. Right. She's soaking wet. Yes. So what was weird, right. Is where the bridge used to be, yep. there was a major bend right in the road. Got it. Well, things didn't go well, mm. right? And a car accident. Ugh, okay. So what ends up happening is Lydia gets out of the car mm -hmm. and she looks at her bow, right? That is in the, the driver's seat, mm -hmm. clearly fallen over, no longer with us. Yeah. Hate it for you, friend. D-O-A. D-O-A, yes. Okay. Well, then when, she's, when she steps out of the car, she starts, she, you know, kind of, rubs her head, grabs her head, and of course, blood, yes, right? Yes. Well, then she goes to grab her stomach, and again, blood. lots of blood. Oh. So, she didn't make it, mm. right? So now, do you know the rest of the story? I have heard the story since elementary school, but okay. I don't want you to tell me. Okay, all right. So, what ends up happening then, so obviously, you know, she is DOA as well, yes. right? So they don't go into a lot of anything that happened yeah. there. But then what happens is in 1924, yes. a gentleman by the name of Burke Hardison. Mm -hmm. Now they say that that is not actually his name. Apparently okay. that was a pseudonym, pseudonym that somebody gave him. But an alias. Yes, an alias. But Burke Hardison was on his way home from Raleigh. He was a traveling salesman. And he picked up a well-dressed hitchhiker yes. in a ball gown. Of course. Right? Yes. So he picks her up. He gets her in the car. They're making small talk. He's like, where are we, you know, where am I taking you? Where are we going? So she tells him, you know, take me home. So he drives her into High Point. And he notices, you know, she's having a hard time. Once they pull up to her house, mm -hmm. she's having a hard time operating the door. Yes. So chivalry is not dead. Yes. So he gets out and he walks around to open the door for her and she's gone. She's not there. I she's love that gone. story. I know. So he is, he's puzzled by this and he's concerned for the young one. Yeah. So he goes up and this is like midnight, like it's yeah. dark, sure. right? I mean, nobody in their right mind now is going to answer the door. Yeah. But he goes up and he knocks on the door and this lady's mother, right? The girl's mother comes to the door. Yep. And she says, you know, can I help you? And he said, well, I, I dropped off a young lady here. I just want to make sure she's okay. And she said, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Like she was just tears in her eyes. And yes. she said, 
Lydia's been trying to make it home to me now for the past year. Man, that gives me chills. Doesn't it though? Oh my gosh. But here's what's weird. Yes. He went back to his car. Uh-huh. And the seat was wet. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Yeah, in elementary school, we had a librarian, Miss Ash. Okay. Miss Ash loved to tell that story every Halloween. And I wrote, I'll never forget it because we had this book on North Carolina ghosts in our little elementary school library at Florence Elementary. And she would always tell us ghost stories. That was one of the main ones. And I've got another one that I'm going to go through. That was another one she would tell. Now, are you going to do that now? Or are you going to do that? It's the next one to come. Oh, stay tuned. Exciting. Stay tuned. Exciting. So we have, okay, so we got one more. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to tell this one because this is apparently the oldest story in North Carolina. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, in season one, right, we talked a little bit about um, Salem and the Moravians yes. and that kind of stuff. Okay. Yes. So as a reminder, Salem was founded by Germanic Christians yes. called the Moravians in 1776. Yep. So in 1913, Salem merged with Winston to form Winston-Salem. Winston yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so today, Salem itself, right, is, is a cherished, you know, living museum here, right, yep. that I mean, there's beautiful houses around, and it's just gorgeous, especially this time of year. It yep. makes me happy. They have a great bakery, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, we're not going to do food. Okay. okay. Food later. Food later. <laughs> this is what we get for recording close to lunchtime. Every time. So, this story is called The Little Red Man. Yes. Okay? All right. So, The Little Red Man was Mr. Andreas Kremser. And he was known for his red coat. Okay. So he was a cobbler by trade. Mm -hmm. And he lived with other single men in what was called a single brother's house. The brother's house. The brother's house. Yep. So Crimser was actually buried alive one evening. Oh. Yeah, not great, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was in 1786, and they were working to expand the cellar. Mm -hmm. Right? So, mm -hmm. you know, the part under the house. Mm -hmm. yep. It was probably where they kept food and, you know, stuff like that. Sure. So they're expanding the cellar. And it, it caved in. Oh, you know, man. Okay. Very sad, very unfortunate. Yeah. But he lived. Oh, okay. Right? Yep. Weird. All yes. these little twists and turns. Okay. But unfortunately, his wounds were fatal. Oh, okay. So he so, DOA. Yeah. Well, he wasn't DOA. Yeah. He, Later died. Yeah. He's one of those agonizing tales mm. that kind of went through the night. Not good. So it ended up being, right, that he was later pronounced dead, and they say the wee hours of the following morning. I think I'm going to bring that back. In the wee hours. Wee hours. That's just fun. That sounds good. Right? So he was buried in God's Acre as a member of the Moravian Church. Mm -hmm. But he is said to still be around mm. and still haunting visitors, right, mm. that, are, that are coming. The little red man. Yeah, the little red man. So people actually now, right, even to this day, report hearing um, noises that sound very much like a shoemaker's hammer. Cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. And someone else reported seeing a flash of a red coat out of the corner of their eye. Mm -hmm. But here's the creepy part. What's that? Okay. So Crimson is actually their own children that have stories of playing with a gentleman in a little red coat. Ooh, that is scary. Isn't that freaky? Uh, it is freaky, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, kids operate yeah. on different ways. Like, they see things we don't see. Weird. I so, see dead people. I see dead people. So what was interesting, though, is actually in the early, early 20th century, mm -hmm. a visitor came, and um, he was a pastor or preacher or something like that. 
and he also got the heebie-jeebies. Mm -hmm. So they performed an exorcism. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they now say that apparently he has been laid to rest, uh -huh. but every now and then somebody will still see a little red coat out of the corner of their eye. <laughs> It is. <laughs> awesome. No, so that was a lot of fun. And we have a lot of others. Yes. Um, and I think we are even talking about doing like maybe some mini sessions. That's right. Other other stories you have found. Stay tuned. I think we've got a few more to come and they'll be probably a little two to three minute segments, but like they're it. cool stories. I like it. I like it. Okay. So do you want to guess which one they, so I want, I do want to say, Okay. So my research did come from the Camel City Spirit Seekers. Yes. Okay. And they are based here out of Winston-Salem. Okay. The Camel so, City. Yep. So they have done a lot of research. Best I can tell, it looks like it's a brother-sister team. Okay. Um, but they are the ones that, that put this research together. Awesome. So they did come to a conclusion that one of these may not have enough evidence to back up the story. Okay. All right. Do you want to guess which one it is? I am going to say, you, you're talking about one of the two that you just talked about? One of the three. One of the three. So, J.H. Adams in, yeah. Lydia, or the Little Red Man. I'm going to say Lydia. It is Lydia. I thought, man, Lydia is just folklore, but I believe it because I've seen the bridge. Yeah. I mean, I know where it's happened. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's near Ragsdale High School in Jamestown. Yeah, Florida. no, it's crazy. Yeah. But, but they have actually... Different societies have actually done a lot of research, and they've actually gone back and historically tried to trace back mm -hmm. the, the, the people. It wasn't, yeah, the actual people. Mm -hmm. And alas. They, they have not been able to do that. They have not been able to do that. But if you guys want more information, because obviously we're just hitting some of the highlights here. Yep. But I definitely recommend checking out Camel City Spirit Seekers. Um, they did do a book, which is a, 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 I a something to do with Spooky Piedmont or mm -hmm. Ghosts in the Piedmont or something like that. Mm -hmm. But... We always look to show our locals some love if we can. That's right. Exactly. And uh, another great resource for good North Carolina ghost stories, there's actually a website called North Carolina Ghosts. Oh. And it has all kinds of cool tales from all over North Carolina. And that is the source of some of our future short stories to come. Awesome. That was that was fun. That was fun, and everybody enjoy Halloween. <laughs> oh, <goodness gracious. laughs>